0: Welcome to the Mind Your Body podcast. My name is Jenny Helms, and I'm an emotional eating coach and marriage and family therapist. I help people address the roots of their disordered eating and body image issues.
1: I'm Lisa Perkins, owner of Primal Transformations. I'm a certified personal trainer and precision nutrition coach. I use a paleo framework to help clients transform their health, body, and life.
0: The Mind Your Body podcast is all about empowering you to live your best life. We aim to grow a community of empowered women who are ready to transform their health and lives using a real approach that is all about getting back in touch with ourselves and not fueled by self-loathing.
1: This journey requires a healthy dose of humor, perspective, and self-compassion. Our goal for this podcast is to help you achieve sustainable results that you get to keep. Please remember, the following podcast is not intended to be a substitute or implied to be medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Please consult with your healthcare provider when making changes to your diet and lifestyle.
0: Welcome to the show. This is a Mind Your Body podcast, episode number 40, Food Prep 101 for busy people who like to eat. Sounds like us. Yes. I like food. Absolutely. I like food too. And I'm busy. And that is also true. Yeah. Yep. So today...
1: We want to basically answer a lot of your questions about how to do food prep, understand how it can be helpful to you, help you kind of figure out how you can customize it to make it work according to your lifestyle and preferences, and start to kind of eliminate some of the most common obstacles that keep people from doing it consistently.
0: Yes. Right? Yep. And I think when we were talking about this beforehand, I mean, the biggest part, and this would be something work you do before this podcast, is really figuring out your why and what makes this so important to you. Um, You know, like for me, I'm very busy, but I still want to have good gut health and I still want to have good energy levels and all that's super important to me. But I have to plan that. I have to prioritize that in my life for it to happen.
1: Yeah, for sure. Because then we just get sucked into our week and then you're in survival mode.
0: Yeah, any of right? us, myself included. Totally. Like, literally, put me in certain situations, I yep. will do the exact same thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. for sure. So we want to start out kind of talking about why it's been helpful for us and for the people we work with. Yeah. Um, like, what are some of the benefits? Why, if you're not doing it now, why might you consider experimenting with this strategy? Mm-hmm. Right. It's not. There's nothing right or wrong about this, but it can can be very, very helpful. So we want to talk about some of those. So I guess the, I mean, the first premise that we need to understand is our food environment is so important. You know, the food that we surround ourselves with is the food that we're most likely to eat. So when you open your refrigerator, you know, whatever's in there, like for a lot of people, there's nothing in there. Yeah. Right. There's condiments and right. So that's going to, inspire you to, quote, unquote, run and grab something, right? Because you're hungry and you're busy and, you know, so, but if, alternatively, if you look in your refrigerator and you see all of these beautiful glass containers stacked up that are full of colorful, enticing food options or ingredients that are, you know, ready to go. Basically, you know, I always talk about my five-minute meals, Mm -hmm. you know, how quick my meals are to put together. Oh my gosh, that's the, that's the food you're likely to eat because- yeah, we're going to default to the most convenient option.
0: Yes. Or even, I want to put this out there too, what we think in our heads is most convenient, right? Because I think often what I, even in my own brain, I had to figure out that like, if I literally go get in my car, go drive somewhere, and actually I did this more with like Starbucks and like go through the drive through and like get a Starbucks, that takes me a million times more energy and effort than even doing, like, a French press at home. Because at first, I think in my brain, I was like, oh, a French press, that's a oh, lot that of work. that is so
1: true. Right? Like, in my
0: brain, I was like, I actually have to do this and this and this. And it was so funny because I'm like, so my brain was like, oh, but Starbucks is convenient. And How it funny. Isn't.
1: How funny. Because I literally can feel that in my body. Like, yeah. I don't have time to do that at home. Yes. But somehow you magically have time to turn on your blinker.
0: Yes. And it took me oh, a couple times so of, of, like... Honestly, I don't know my brain would have connected those dots if, like, Starbucks didn't mess up a couple of times and I was there, like, extra long. And I was, like, you know, really calculating in my head and going over it. And I was, like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, this is an Mm -hmm. extra 30 minutes of my day when a French press would have taken, what, like, maybe 10 minutes max and that's if I did things wrong. Like,
1: And let's add to this, like – you know, the ingredients
0: that we use at home
1: are going to be higher quality ingredients. Yeah. And it tastes better.
0: Like legit. I'm not just like making this up, like it actually tastes better. And I don't know. Yeah. So it's so funny how our brains, mine included, like I literally was telling myself this lie for a while, like, oh, Starbucks was a treat and it was more convenient. And Mm -hmm. you know, okay. So
1: honestly, I don't think most people are saying it's a treat. Mm-hmm. When when they're running and grabbing something, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a coffee or a breakfast at Starbucks or a drive-thru or a restaurant meal, they're thinking, I just don't have time to cook. Mm-hmm. Like this is what I have to do. And it's sort of yes. like, you know, we've talked about on this podcast the asking yourself, okay, this feels true, but what else is true? Mm-hmm. Right? What else is true is that I could probably spend the equivalent amount of time at home with organic ingredients. I'm spending less money. I know what's in it, mm-hmm. and there's leftovers. Yes, right. So the lack of time issue—that is the most common obstacle, right? It is that we hear. It's totally. so we're like I don't have time to cook. Well, uh, you know, we'll get into it, kind of our the the tactical part of our approach, but. Work. The reality is that I don't, I mean, I don't spend more than two, two and a half hours a week Yeah. with cooking. You know, yeah. I, again, I do it very simply and we'll talk about that. But when you stack that against the amount of time that most people are spending in drive throughs, going to Chipotle, going to start through Starbucks, going to restaurants, uh, if you added that up,
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: going to be a lot more than a couple hours.
0: It totally is. Yeah. yeah. No, it totally is. Yeah. And I, I'm i kind of the queen too that if I am cooking, not that this is the way to do it if you're like, you know, I think if I had a bit more time, I'd be more mindful and there are times I'd just turn on music and really enjoy it. But for the most part, I actually multitask when I cook mm-hmm. just because I'm not I usually do. creating any like crazy dishes I haven't created before. And sure. so, and that's something that if I'm in my car through in a drive-thru, like you're not really, you can't really multitask. I mean, you can check Facebook, but like. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it's so true. It's just, I don't think that the busy time excuse when you were really like putting it all out there, you know, for 99% of cases actually. Yeah. yeah, And so
1: that's where on this podcast, we talk so much about kind of your approach predicts your progress. And we have to kind of be willing to sit in the soup Mm -hmm. and get clear is the story I'm telling myself is that the real story? When I'm saying I don't have time, can I kind of look at that a little bit? And again, this is if you're not happy with your food choices right now and how that's all going, right? If you're yes. happy, then rock on. Like it's all good. Like we're talking to people who are like, ah, oh, I, I know this would, I know I should probably cook more at home. I think I would feel better. It would be better for my kids and all of that. But I, you know, again, we're kind of telling ourselves that we don't have time, it's too expensive, right? you know, or I don't even know where to start. I don't know how to cook. Like there's that anxiety about being a beginner, which, you know, for sure, that's a real thing. It just, you know, again, when we get into, you know, the approach that I use, holy smokes, it's so simple that, yeah.
0: Yeah. And give yourself time and grace to figure out what works for you, yeah. right? Because I mean, n- for sure. neither of us like the first weekend had a successful meal prep. No, we experience. made it so
1: complicated in the beginning. <laughs> no, we spent hours <laughs> every day and made it so hard and all the dishes and, and it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But again, we kind of have to work ourselves through that hurdle of a- another thing that we tend to say, and I know I've said this is that, well, I don't like to cook. Well, I don't like to cook either. Yeah. What I like to do is eat.
0: Yes. And, and I have like it to all eat, done. Yeah, yep.
1: I like to have food ready that I know I can put meals together that I genuinely enjoy. I know the ingredients are high quality. It's right. going to, you know, support all my goals and I genuinely enjoy these meals and it takes me 5 minutes to heat up a meal. Right. So that's where we have to kind of figure out like how do we get out of our own way enough to start?
0: Yeah, and I'd also argue that on the other end of it, who likes to get into their car and do a chore or like sit uh, well, in their car or sit in a line? Like, I don't think we'd be like, I love sitting in line or I love getting in my car. Mm-hmm. Like, so the things yeah. you have to do to go out to eat too, I mean, there's still so some brutal. energy Well, and, and involved.
1: But that kind of segues into the second one that we were talking about before we started recording is how restaurants – I mean, it's harder to make healthy choices there even though they're trying to convince you that they have healthy options. Yes. Right? They want you to feel good about your choices even though it's not really usually the healthiest option. And right. it's just, what were you saying before we started about kind of the decision-making at restaurants?
0: Uh, the Like the example with Kyle or? Well. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I'm like, I'm like. I'm, I'm blacking out his him, name. Do I throw him under the bus? No, um, I No, but I, was I think more, it was a was, good example, too, though. Okay, but yeah. like. Um, but you're prob- Well, I was just, I mean. I don't think he listens. No. Well, and even if he does, love you. Um, so. <laughs> I know we mean this from love because yeah. we even we have different areas that like we help each other sure. out and in, in this way. So I will. This is where he kind of ha- hasn't really connected the dots in certain areas of his life. But essentially, he was talking about this healthy meal he had, um, and he's like, "Yeah, I had a really healthy meal," and um, he added a, like extra crab salad on top. And this I is think
1: crab with a K, <laughs> crab
0: with a K. Yeah, yeah, and. I think in his brain because he just—I mean, not many people know what's going into food, and I wouldn't expect that to be a and like. We kind of don't want to.
1: Yeah, I let's be I mean, clear: we kind of don't want to, and some a lot of the time, it's right? A, it's an
0: extra thing for us to learn, though, too, because even when it comes to like, so the financial stuff, he helps me learn a ton with. But there are things that I'm like, ugh, it's just extra energy yeah. to learn all the acronyms and sure, and et if et cetera, it's called salad. It's healthy, right? And yeah, and I think that's what they do is they kind of know that people don't have like, they don't do that extra work to understand what things mean just like the financial world that mm-hmm. people don't understand what things mean so they sign up for things sure. that sometimes aren't financially good for them I um feel personally attacked right now no i mean okay. yeah Let's i see. mean it's it's been the story of my life where i've been when i look back on my financial decisions and i'm like man i wish i knew like yeah. all the things no but for sure same thing happens in the food industry where you know, they know people are wanting to make these decisions and they know their brains don't have all the information. So when you're in that moment, like you think you're doing something healthy and it's, yeah. you know, it's like the most artificial processed food right. out well, there. It's not even real crab, you, right? I think,
1: <clears throat> I don't know. I, so I'm speaking from my own experience, but I also think there is a huge element that we want to tell ourselves the story that we're making a healthy choice. Yeah. We kind of know. A yeah. lot of times yeah. that there's a wallop of mayonnaise in the crab salad, yeah. right? I, I think we sort of know we just don't want to acknowledge it, right? We yeah. want to feel good. We, we want something that tastes good. Yes. We don't really want to know why it tastes so good. I mean, yes. it's like that's why we want to eat at restaurants <laughs> is because they're adding all, you know, fat, sugar, salt. Because, you know, they know that, they I mean, they don't care about our waistline. They care about their bottom line. Right. They want us to come back. And so right. we just have to kind of acknowledge that. They make it harder to make healthy choices and subtle things. Like, So we use willpower maybe to avoid the bread or the chips that they plunk down on the table in front of us. And we feel like, oh, we feel kind of virtuous. And that sort of helps us justify, well, mm-hmm. I didn't have that. So I'm going to get, you know, whether it's maybe a dinner, or I'm going to get an alcohol drink or I'm going to get you know, some fries or a dessert or something like that. And again, this is all fine if you're feeling good about where you are and your goals and your choices. But I know I have a lot of clients who really try to use restaurant meals a lot more and are discovering that even though they are trying to make healthy choices and sometimes feel like they are, you just can't control the variables and it just makes it harder to make You know, good choices. Portion sizes are so off kilter. Mm -hmm. You know, most restaurant meals would easily feed two. You know,
0: and most people. I mean, like, ideally, we'd be able to like listen to our bodies and tune into them and all that good stuff. But like, let's be honest. Like, most of us, yeah, there's so much stimulus, and like, most of us have not even begun to do that work. Yeah, right, and even have like the space and time. And I know for you know, I know for my partner, he's. He's busy, and half the time, you know, when he is eating his lunch, like it's probably him and a computer. Exactly. You know, and I, I meet me too. I have a very or busy or a colleague or yeah. whatever
1: that, yeah, you're you're kind of distracted, and you know, the other thing that I see, especially with my clients, is that they kind of get sucked into the gluten free thing. Well, I got mm. it gluten free, yes. but it's like okay, but again, it, it could be healthier calories, mm-hmm. but. A gluten-free bun has the same calories as a regular bun. Right. right? All of those still add up. And again, that's not wrong at all. Mm -hmm. It's just we don't want to sort of get diluted by some of these terms that we associate with health. Yeah. And we sort of associate the word health with this will help me lose weight. Right. Right? And again, we just need to
0: kind of and just being an informed consumer. Well that's it. Right? That's because what I think it is. you know for for me and my my goals in my life right now like I you know, I want to feel good after meals. I want to feel energetic. And mm-hmm. so for me, if I'm having meals that are disrupting my digestion, I mean, that's a, I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm more sensitive to this, but you like know I, that's me too. I hate that. Like if I have a lunch and sometimes this happens when I eat out, well, actually I would say this happens 50% of the time when I eat out, maybe it's not a huge digestive reaction, but it's enough to where the rest of my afternoon, like I'm distracted mm-hmm. by my gut and yeah. what's going on and like, yeah having extra bloating and gas and stuff like that, which like, to me, I'm just like, it's just kind of a, an annoyance of like, why do I even have to like, you know,
1: like 30 years, I had that
0: yeah and I
1: haven't had that sensation except for occasionally, right? When I, yeah, yeah, Yeah. whatever. And oh my gosh, like I will do anything to avoid that going back to that feeling. But I think a lot of people are walking around that is so off already that they don't associate it with. You know, oh, the inflammatory seed oils, mm-hmm. and and you know most restaurant meals are predominantly carbs. You know that's the cheaper thing,
0: or just the oils that also disrupt it, people's for sure gut systems too. Yeah. And even like you know, I like to look at people in my life. Like I don't think they realize like no one's talking about gas, right? We're not talking about bloating. We're yeah. not talking about digestion typically because it's not usually like the most glamorous topic. But I don't I feel think like they it's realize kind of glamorous, <laughs> it's super glamorous. Like even like. Gosh, I don't want to throw people under the table, but I'm just like, you know, I don't think they realize, like, it's not, that's not the way life has to be. I thought
1: it was. I thought I know, it was normal. So many people do. I totally thought it was they just thought how that, it was. They
0: think that's, like, normal, yeah. and, like, they don't realize what it is, and it's like, once you know what it is, then it's, like, it's really hard to go back, because you're mm-hmm. just, like, And part so of that
1: is that most of us eat on the run, and we mm. eat too quickly. Yeah. So we don't have time to kind of get into rest and digest that parasympathetic state where our digestive enzymes are ramped up that requires us to kind of sit and take a couple deep breaths and you know actually chew our food maybe even consider setting your fork down once in a while but if you're going through a drive through and wolfing down something in the car, first yeah. of all, you're likely to have, you know, digestive kind of blowback. Mm-hmm. But the other interesting thing is that your brain is so much less likely to get the signal that you had a full meal and you're much more likely to have hunger and cravings a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't really feel satisfied.
0: Yeah. Like it's you like got your it. Your body dismisses the whole it's process. It's
1: like, uh, did I really just eat? 800 calories.
0: Well, and I've heard that so many times when people have, like, th- when they're disconnected to eating, like, I had something in my hands and the next second it was gone. Exactly. And it just doesn't, like, there's literally, like, amnesia between, Yeah, like.
1: no, for sure. And this is all a practice, right? <laughs> yeah. I, we're kind of bombarding you with information, but we're trying to set the stage for why this could be a useful thing to just try.
0: Yeah. Right? You don't, if,
1: if you try it and you're like, I don't like it, I don't feel like it's helpful, it doesn't fit, I mean,
0: amen. But we're also, I think, especially for people who haven't heard us talk about this before, we are introducing a different way of doing meal prep that doesn't have to be the crazy Pinterest, crazy, like, no, this is my meals simple, all have to look amazing and approach. take an hour
1: yeah. each. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah. the other thing, the other um, <laughs> very common kind of obstacle or reason that people don't want to do food prep is that they're like, oh, I just don't want to you know, expand my grocery budget. And this is where, kind of like you were talking about um, how our brain views the time of making your, you know, coffee at home versus Mm -hmm. going through the drive-thru. I can't tell you how many clients have gone through their budgets while they're working with me and discovered that even paying me as a coach they are saving, like, hundreds of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Even by buying organic and grass-fed beef and cooking at home, they're like, this is nuts. Like, we just tend to put eating out into a completely separate nebulous category
0: of spending. One, well, it's a lot less at the time, right? Because every totally. meal is less. That's and I it. think it's that weird, You're that right. sticker shock of, like, this Absolutely. is so much all at once, but our brain isn't, like, you know... Parsoning that out throughout the whole seven days. Absolutely. Like
1: this is only $7 versus $200 at the grocery store Mm -hmm. or, or buying a quarter of, you know, grass fed beef or something like that. It's Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's a, that's an investment at the time for sure. And you know, it is, it's, it is a mindset shift to move past that, that you save. And then of course the hidden costs in terms of our health and hiring, Coaches, diet programs, like all of those things. Like you know, I always talk to talk to clients, and you know, because I've done this work myself, about free food is not free. You know, the food that's in the break break room, the food at the buffet, you know, at parties, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Our brains, no matter where kind of our income level is, we have that sense that we're being irresponsible. Mm-hmm. If we don't take advantage of it mm-hmm. because it's free. Mm-hmm. Is it free though? Mm-hmm. Right. There's yeah. so many hidden costs. And this is where we talk all the time about slowing down yep. and making considered, being willing to make considered decisions because let's be honest, we don't want to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's true. And and not just free, like, not just even in like the cost of a future programs or medical things right. or et cetera, pills, whatever. But like, I'm thinking of like, to me, something that I've just found to be more valuable, um, or more, um, compelling in my brain is the cost of just like what I lose as far as energy, what I lose as far as how I feel, you well, know, and, and how I move through exactly. the
1: Exactly. And that's where, you know, with my clients, when In that, so, you know, that Viktor Frankl quote that we talk about all the time, the space between stimulus and response is our power. And if in that moment, let's say, you know, there are cookies out. It's funny. I'm sitting in Jenny's (laughs) break room and there's goodies sitting out (laughs) over here. And it's like all the birthdays. What I have learned to very quickly do this, like in the past, like our brain wants what it wants, like right in the moment, It, it doesn't care about how we'll feel in an hour or, you know. A year from now, whatever. But it is amazing if you can literally slow down for two seconds and go, is that a gift to my hour from now self? Mm -hmm. Just an hour from now. Mm -hmm. It's not about being restrictive or being perfect or having willpower. It's like, is that a gift to me in one hour? Mm -hmm. That is a powerful question. If you're willing to ask and answer that honestly, that is A game changer.
0: Yeah, and I I will speak for, like, you know, having – so last week was a birthday week for me slash day. Um, But I definitely had, like, probably, like, 10 cookies throughout the week gluten-free. And I I don't regret having them, but I definitely know that um, I did not – I know and I plan and I did not feel as good physically last week. And so Mm -hmm. it's, like, so funny because this week I don't really have a desire to, like, have all the goodies because I just – there's just no – I had them. It's good to anything, have that reminder you know, once in a while yeah, and it's, of why we don't do that but, consistently. But it is why I don't do it consistently. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's funny if I know, like, if I have to take a, a stressful insurance phone call, because those are usually the ones that are stressful is talking to insurance companies. Um, I'm not going to like hang out by like my favorite goodie yeah, things because so I will definitely eat them. Again, like, food is,
1: environment. Yeah. What's around you, especially when we're stressed and busy, it's Real, you know, we're much less likely to slow down and make, you know, kind Kind of deliberate choices. So I just want to be clear that we're not talking about, okay, this is how you can. You know, have ultimate control over your food and be dogmatic and rigid and never yeah. have an indulgence or never go out to eat.
0: Right. And I right. mean, yeah, just come hang out with me for a week and you'll see that I have flexibility well, for sure. And, and I do too. <laughs> but, um,
1: I, I do too.
0: But it's also not completely mindless, you know.
1: No, and yeah, it's again, it's it goes back there. to what we've talked about a million times: is making, you know, when we are going to have an indulgence, is it a worth it indulgence? Yeah. You know the the kind of metric that I ask my clients to use is just ask myself, okay, on a scale of one to 10, how special is this? You know, I have, I have a client, she is awesome, she's kind of thought this through, she's in Cancun right now, and she posted a journal, and she she's at an all-inclusive resort. So, of course, that's tempting, right? Because oh, you yeah. think, I want to get my money's worth. That would be the default kind of perspective. And she said the first night they were there, they brought out this amazing dessert tray and she and her husband, you know, it's helpful that they're kind of on the same page. They sort of did that evaluation together as they went through the options. And they're like, okay, is this worth it? Would that be worth it? Mm -hmm. You know, in terms of like being amazing and being kind of worth the fallout potentially. And they eventually settled on some kind of chocolate drink that was reminiscent of like their anniversary or honeymoon or something and it that was worth it. Mm-hmm. It was one little kind of sipping drink. Mm-hmm. But the other things they she said it was so liberating because it wasn't about how do I be good. Mm-hmm. It was about and really tuning and yeah. right. It wasn't about oh good bad foods or being yeah. perfect while you're on vacation because that was the work that we talked about before we left is I want you to feel flexible and willing to try and sample local cuisine and that kind of thing. But it is about slowing down yes. and, and assessing, you know, what will make you feel good. So, so the last um, point in terms of why this could be helpful to you is it does help ensure that you get a little more variety in your diet. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I think the statistics are that the average American eats about 11 foods on a regular basis.
0: Yeah. Well, and I think you have to even logistically realize that for like fast food restaurants and even just general restaurants, like they literally order from typically like the same vendors and only have certain amounts of options. Like Mm -hmm. it's not like they're going to the grocery store (laughs) and picking up their food. So like they themselves even logistically are limited Mm -hmm. in the, like what they literally can like, purchase and create different like meals for you so it's not like they have this abundance of variety for sure and choices
1: and you know even if even if you do cook at home we tend to kind of just get into routine get into habits even if we're eating healthier it's like okay every week I have spinach and broccoli and that's true you know (laughs) apples like that that's my produce And we don't kind of think outside the box. So as we segue into how, you know, how you can start to do this, that's a consideration that I know was amazing for me because when I started doing this, you know, I grew up on an island in Alaska. I've mentioned this before. I didn't know what most vegetables were. Mm -hmm. I had vegetables out of a can. Mm -hmm. And so it was a real learning opportunity and it's been fun to kind of develop a comfort with just a huge array of different vegetables primarily that yes. literally I would not have been able to tell you what they were or where they came from. So, right. so it's kind of a neat thing to you know, just kind of help expand your diet because, again, with uh, gut health, which Jenny referred to at the beginning, you know, with our microbiome, diversity is key. Mm -hmm. And the diversity of species of bacteria in our gut is key to our health. That's what makes us have a resilient immune system. It improves our mood, our cognition, inflammation levels, blood sugar regulation. And if basically the bacteria are largely determined by what we feed them, Mm -hmm. right? And so by feeding them a variety of food sources, we're going to have a much bigger neighborhood.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So... That's that's we're
0: we're all about diversity. We
1: (laughs) in all the ways. In all the ways, for sure. Okay, so so I'm going to get into the way I do food prep. And Mm -hmm. it's just as important to talk about how Jenny is currently doing it because Mm -hmm. like we want to show you that there are multiple ways to do this and customize it for yourself and to just get started. So do you want to go first? Uh why don't you go first? Sure,
0: sure. Yeah. Um, so my way of doing meal or food prep is we actually, we go to the grocery store and the only thing that we get, you know, once a week is actually stuff for breakfast because it's our easiest meal to cook every day. And like, we personally enjoy that. We enjoy cooking it and having a hot breakfast. Um, and then any sort of like easy, like vegetables that like literally I can either throw in the oven or the microwave, like they have to be super easy or even raw vegetables like carrots that I can just grab and go. So I'm just making sure that I'm getting... More vegetables, because right now, one of the challenges I'm personally trying to work on is just eating more vegetables. Okay. Um, Because they're I started to realize, like I just was slowly not yeah. eating enough. No, it's um, yeah. and it's. I feel so what it's night and day.
1: Primarily for food,
0: um, like as far as oh, and then primarily for my meals, uh, we actually use this program, and we're not sponsored by them, by the way. I I just tried a bunch of different ones, and this one worked the best. Um, but we use Freshly, and that one is gluten free, and you can get a lot of the dairy free. options, Explain what that you. is. It's literally, like, they make the meals for you, and then it comes every Saturday in, like, this refrigerated box, and you, you eat the meals throughout the so week.
1: So the meals are already prepared from They're already leave. It's prepared. not ingredients. It's not
0: ingredients. Okay. Because I don't want to cook. Like, yeah. I just, yeah. I need stuff that I can grab and go. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all, like, they're all organic, I believe. And, like, Yeah. It was just the best, like bang for our buck, as far as the value and then the health benefits right, of the food. Right. Um, and
1: talk about the the cost and how you um, justified that.
0: Yeah. So we, when we were looking at our budget, as far as like how much we eat out, typically, even if we go to like a fast food place or like a Mexican restaurant, which is you know in our in our brains on the cheaper side, you know we're still spending anywhere from like twenty five to thirty dollars, and that's before like tipping if we're at like a Mexican restaurant. Yep. Um so even with that, like I don't think people realize, like especially on dinners, like maybe mm-hmm. lunch you might be able to do around, you know, eight to ten bucks each, but like dinners and everything, like we realized we were just spending way too much on it. And mm-hmm. these meals are a little under ten dollars each. And so for and it's lunch just and the two dinner, of you. it's just the two of us. Yeah. So we were saving probably almost, you know, forty percent. Um, just by switching to Freshly, mm-hmm. yeah. even though, cause what we would do is we might be good about meal prep and like do enough to last us for lunches. And then we'd eat out at night and we'd spend like, you know, two to 300 bucks a week mm-hmm. on like eating out, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so are you
1: bringing your lunch to the office yes. from that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I bring my lunch. Yeah. Okay. Every okay. day. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So I have clients who use some of these delivery services. Most often they seem to go for the ones that deliver ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, that, you put together a meal, but I've had people do it multiple ways. But, mm-hmm. but we yeah. We don't want
0: to have to make it. We don't want right. any extra right. cooking no, that, involved. That anything. makes so much Ready sense. Ready to
1: go. Yeah. So, so my approach, are, are you done?
0: Yeah, yeah that's that. it I mean it's pretty okay. simple yeah okay that's
1: and it. that's it's so awesome and and you know Jenny you haven't always done it that way no right?
0: I think we and it took me a minute because again in my brain I think the obstacle was money I was like oh my gosh I'm spending this much per week on these meals but oh my goodness it has not been a thing and yeah. in fact I think you know again not having habits where we go out and like go to Starbucks or whatever like like literally i I've saved money yeah so
1: so that's yeah, yeah. that's Big deal. So so the way that we do it, I call it, and you'll see this if you go on my website, I call it my Chipotle style food prep approach. Mm-hmm. So if you think about, you know, if you go to Chipotle, they've got these bins of all the different proteins, all the different vegetables, all the different sauces, you know, little mm-hmm. add-ons, you know, that kind of thing. You could make a burrito you could make a burrito bowl you could make a salad bowl right mm-hmm. you can totally customize the macros and change up the flavors um so this is my approach to food prep and i want to be clear it's not i don't it's not mexican food Mm-mm. right it's just it's the ingredients style that i'm talking about so basically You know, like Jenny said, when most people think of food or meal prep, they're thinking of those little plastic containers that Mm -hmm. have the little dividers and all the food is in there. It's stacked up in your fridge and everything is the same, Mm -hmm. you know, for every meal. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you could do that. But to me, oh, my gosh, just thinking about that makes me feel restricted. Mm -hmm. I don't know what I'm going to want to eat. (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know how much I'll want. I don't know, you know, what flavors I'll want. So that, that would not work. I know that could, again, what everyone is different. Yes. Right. And that's where I'm sharing what we have come up with. And it's the approach that I recommend that my clients start with and then begin to customize. Mm -hmm. But I do have some that Mm -hmm. do do what you're doing Mm -hmm. and that, you know, that works for them. But Mm -hmm. So so with my approach, it's cooking basic ingredients that can be combined into a huge variety of different kinds of meals and macro combinations because, you know, I'm cooking food for a family, mm-hmm. and we all have different needs and preferences. Mm-hmm. Like some of us eat more carbs. I probably eat less than most people. Some like spicy foods. Mm-hmm. Some don't want added spice, that kind of thing. And so every week we put together – we cook, like, probably three basic proteins. And for us we really like a lot of ground meat and mm-hmm. that we kind of season. Other people will do roasts or a whole chicken or steak. That's just not our preference, mm-hmm. right? So several proteins. So on Sunday I do my first food prep and on Wednesday I do a mini prep with just some added protein. Mm-hmm. So so we have a variety of proteins that can be customized and then Vegetables And I've talked about this before. We do a ton of frozen organic vegetables because I don't want to be pressured from my produce bin. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a common obstacle. People are like, oh, gosh, I buy all this produce and then I throw it away. Mm-hmm. So we keep a big bowl in our refrigerator so that the frozen vegetables can thaw out. Mm-hmm. Because, again, that's an obstacle. If mm-hmm. they're frozen, then they're not usable. And then we'll thaw them and drain and either f- roast them or like with rice cauliflower, just use them as is. Um, then we have lots of fresh fresh veggies. We'll make a big salad in a huge bowl, only putting in things that we'll keep. Mm-hmm. Like we'll add later the things that we want on the salad, you know, proteins and avocado and, mm-hmm. you know, fresh fruit in the moment. Um, we always make some starches. For us, that's primarily root vegetables. Mm-hmm. All the different root, root vegetables, which we roast in the oven. But for other people, they're, you know, doing more carbs. That's rice and beans and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And yeah, I do recommend focusing on nutrient-dense starch sources versus like a pasta or bread, mm-hmm. you know, for most people. And we always have good fresh fruit. And for breakfast, we almost always do some version of like a Breakfast egg casserole or egg muffin cups. And that's different every week, depending Mm. on, you know, it starts with a dozen eggs. We put in whatever proteins we have, greens or other vegetables. Sometimes I'll throw in sweet potatoes. Sometimes I'll throw in fresh herbs. So it's really different every time. Mm. So Sunday, you know, probably an hour and a half of, you know, again, it's mostly the protein. That's what takes the longest. And I'll I'll do that prep so that, oh, my gosh, like you look in the refrigerator and there's eight or nine glass containers that are filled with things. It looks fun. (laughs) You open the refrigerator and you're like, oh, what do I want to put together? Mm -hmm. And so this is this can be an obstacle. People are like, okay I have all these ingredients. How do I combine Mm -hmm. them? How do you Mm -hmm. actually make a meal? Mm -hmm. So, you know, for us, our approach is the bottom of the bowl is vegetables. Mm -hmm. of some sort, whether Mm -hmm. it's broccoli, rice, cauliflower, spaghetti squash, Mm -hmm. you know, something like that, or it could be like sauteed Asian vegetables. And then on top of that, I usually eat about four to five ounces of protein. So Mm -hmm. a couple of cups of protein on top of that. And then a little starch, depending on what I want with that meal. So maybe a few cubes of sweet potato Mm -hmm. on there. And then I always, then you have to add the extras, The condiments, the fresh herbs, the spices, hot Mm -hmm. sauce, jalapenos, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is. I I have a client right now who has found some really fun condiments at Trader Joe's. Mm -hmm. You know, she really likes a lot of the kind of Asian flavors. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she's having a lot of fun with that. So using kind of expanding your repertoire of like herbs and spices and all of that. So and then you just heat it up. Mm hmm. I mean, it's literally five minutes or less. Mm -hmm. You pull out a... I use like the large shallow salad bowls that have a lip Mm -hmm. on the outside. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of is spread out a little bit. The other little thing that I do all the time is go through it with kitchen shears. Whether I'm eating a big salad or they're chunks of vegetables, I like everything to be kind of blended. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's like this. Like, some people want their food separate, and Mm -hmm. you can absolutely do it that way. It's just this is, you know, how I prefer to do it. So I go through with kitchen shears and kind of break everything up. So – and it's delicious. Like, I literally get to the end of my meal, and I feel so satisfied. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, I feel virtuous Mm -hmm. and full. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just – It's such a good feeling to truly enjoy it. And so usually on Wednesday, I do a second little mini prep because we're usually kind of running low on protein. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of thing that, like, you don't want to be eating old proteins anyway,
0: Mm -hmm. you know.
1: Yeah. So I I usually do a mini one then. But, again, that is just, you know – Cooking a couple of things of meat, it doesn't take any time at all. So that's our approach. And again, so going back to the variety thing, I encourage my clients and myself to every week to mix up all of these ingredients. Mm -hmm. So go to the store once a week and each time you challenge yourself to add one or two at least new things, substitute out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like look at a vegetable and go, huh. You know, I have a I have a client who's super excited about spaghetti squash. She never she didn't realize how versatile that was. She she's like, "I thought you could only put pasta sauce on that." I'm like, "It is it you doesn't have much you flavor. You can yeah. put it like you can tailor it to anything. It's mm-hmm. just amazing." So again, th- does this mean that you can't use recipes or that you can't make actual dishes? Of course not. Like what I'm saying is that if you've not done food prep before, this is a really non-intimidating way to start and see if it works for you. And then you can customize as you go. Yeah. You know? So so that sort of segues us into like some of the troubleshooting things.
0: Yep. Troubleshooting. Q&A. So the biggest obstacles that people talk about. Um, so number one, how do I know how much food to buy and cook? Um, that's a big obstacle. I'm going to let you take that one as far as the way that email prep, but for us, it's pretty easy because we literally just like person out the meals for lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. And then honestly, I just grab extra veggie stuff and other things mm-hmm. for like, if I'm hungry in between meals, I have snacks plentiful that are good, ready to go. Yeah. Easy to easy yep. to make easy to just throw into my day. And to me, I'm like, you can never have enough snacks. So, yeah, that's no, for sure. But yeah.
1: <laughs> for sure. So, <laughs> that's how I do it. So the first thing I'll say is yeah. this is going to take some experimentation.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the reality. That's like true. you're not
1: going to nail it the first time. Yeah. Like, like, oh gosh, we ran out way too fast or this lasted longer, whatever. Yes. So the way I think of it is, you know, my husband and I typically eat like four to five ounces of protein per meal. So again, we do a breakfast casserole situation at breakfast. So for mm-hmm. the other two meals... Yeah, that's a pretty significant amount of protein, you know, let's say, you know, 10 ounces per meal for the two of us, Mm -hmm. you know, so for, that's 20 ounces for one day Mm -hmm. that we're going to need. So, you know, it's just kind of doing the math there. And then if you have kids that you're doing this with, you know, it's probably two to four ounces of protein for kids. That's really the one that I think we have to experiment with. Yeah. Is, you know figuring out what everybody's going to want and how, you know, how much quantity. And, you know, it is still a surprise to me how much food we go through mm-hmm. because we really just rarely eat out. Mm-hmm. And the just the sheer quantity, mm-hmm. the volume of food, because, you know, it's healthy food and healthy food, it's just, you need a lot more of it. It's not very calorie dense.
0: Yes. So you need more, yeah, more volume. Right. And
1: especially, especially the veggies. So
0: yeah. And with, do you find that, like, because I would, I would think, and I, I don't have this obstacle, so that's why I'm, like, asking you and you work more around this with people, but, mm-hmm. like, with kids, mm-hmm. um, especially if they're, like, teenage boys. Sure. Right? Like, what are ways that, like – you know, how do people approach that when maybe even their appetites vary or like they eat a lot of food. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so maybe they eat, you know what I mean? No, for sure. And
1: so, you know, that was one of the things it's like, you know, how to make this work for our kids and our partner. First of all, there, you know, often will be resistance from, you know, one or both parties. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of have to work through that. I'll tell you, that's where this approach Eliminates a lot of that because you can adjust the quantity pretty darned easily, mm-hmm. and everyone can make a meal according to their preferences, according to their goals, according to their hunger level. That's true. Like nobody yeah. feels like, oh gosh, I don't. It's lasagna for dinner, but I don't like lasagna. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, you can get rice and this, you know, this kind of meat. You can use hot sauce. You can add whatever. Right. You know, to your thing. Like it's just so easy. Again, you think about going through the Chipotle line, like everyone's happy
0: right, at that's the end true. because yep. they
1: got what they needed. Yep. And yeah, you may have to tinker with that in terms of fluctuating appetites or, you know, that kind of thing. But it it really seems to work at our house, even you know, with picky kids. Like everybody feels empowered.
0: Right, and they're making the together. choices. They're making so the choices, no so there's not there. really
1: much to rebel against. It's true. You know, it It really does seem to work out well.
0: So how do we get ourselves to actually do this? Oh, do we have to actually do it? Yeah, I think, I think there Ooh. has to be some
1: energy output. I thought we just wanted to
0: think about it. Yeah, yeah. talk about it, plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, not put it on our calendar. <laughs> seriously,
1: like that is... I mean, that's the hurdle with everything, like, for all of us. It's like we hear about all these great ideas and strategies, and it's like, but then we think, oh, my gosh, my life feels so overwhelming already, like, I can't even fathom how I would add another thing. And that's where we have to kind of take a deep breath, step back, and go, okay, but this is actually going to save me time. Yes. Even though it, like... Your At Starbucks course. example, yeah. you know, it, it kind of doesn't feel like it. And any time we're doing something different, it feels awkward, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. you have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Like you're shifting your schedule, shifting your patterns, shifting your shopping. So the truth is, is that you have to just, first of all, get it on the calendar. Like yeah. the first time, it's always the first time we do anything. Yeah. That it feels hard and like, and again, it, it will take you longer probably, yeah. The first time you're just not as efficient, you don't kind of know your own shortcuts. So, but the first step is like, and this is what I do with my new clients it's like, okay, what day are you going to go shopping? How much time are you going to budget for that? Get it in your calendar mm-hmm. so that you don't have wishful thinking, mm-hmm. magical thinking, kind mm-hmm. of around, oh, I'll do that this weekend, you know, and when are you going to do your first food prep? So, typically shopping on saturday, cooking on sunday seems to work out best mm-hmm. for a lot of people, but what you don't want to do is wait to do food prep until 4 or 5 p.m. on sunday. When yeah. you're hungry and tired and you already have a case of this mondays.
0: Yes, or like even worse putting it off till monday, like your life's too busy. For oh, that. that's not. That's I mean not that's gonna just happen. not
1: going to happen. Mm-hmm. If you do that. It but again, if you can think of this Like your perspective matters so much. If you can think about all of the anxiety reduction that you're going to have Mm -hmm. in the coming days, I mean, this is a gift to your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, at least self. Like it takes the anxiety out of wondering what are we going to do for meals, you know, or feeling vaguely guilty because, you know, you don't want to be feeding your kids fast food, but with their sports schedules, you just end up doing that Mm -hmm. I mean holy smokes this is this would take less time to feed them Mm -hmm. at home Mm -hmm. before you have to launch out the door than going through a fast food line yeah and you know it goes without saying that you're going to feel better about what you're feeding them and again there's so much less resistance because you know they can they can tailor it so so that's you know, a big deal. So in terms of getting yourself to do it, for for myself, I mean, I definitely, like, I'll listen to a podcast. I'll listen to an audiobook. There's even been times I've set up my computer on the counter and, like, kind of out of one corner of my eye, like, watched a Netflix mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. So I'm throwing in some rewards mm-hmm. there, and mm-hmm. that can help a lot.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, do it while you're, yeah, watching something. Or, you know, when I was doing it, I might do it while I'm sipping my morning coffee. Because it just, that's where I get that hit of dopamine from coffee. So I'm like, you know, I feel like this is nice. And
1: I'll tell you, that's one of the advantages to not using recipes. If I'm I'm following a recipe,
0: I have to read it, like, 500
1: (laughs) times. Like, I cannot do anything else. I have to pay such close attention. And with this, yeah, you have to. But you can have multiple things going. Like... In my oven, I'm cooking a tray of sweet potatoes, maybe a tray of spaghetti squash, maybe a breakfast casserole, all at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, and then I've got some meat cooking on the stove mm-hmm. and it's just, yeah, it's really efficient and, you know, over time you don't have to think too much about it. So I think the first hurdle is to not overthink it,
0: mm-hmm. to say,
1: I'm going to try this, this week. I'm not committing to doing this forever. Yeah. Yeah this is an experiment. I can customize this however I want. What, and again, thinking about what flavors do we like? Mm -hmm. What foods do we like? How could we start to kind of recreate, you know, that type of, you know, meal or experience? Like think about your favorite restaurant meals. Mm
0: -hmm. Like how
1: can you kind of think about mirroring some of those flavors? Like maybe like a lot of times I will do food prep on the grill, and I'll make like teriyaki chicken thighs, and mm-hmm. it tastes like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's so good, and I'm not a good cook at all. Like it's like idiot proof. It's like a bottle of gluten free teriyaki sauce on chicken thighs. The end. The yeah, end.
0: That's it. Maybe some maybe I'll get fancy. Sauces. Maybe yeah.
1: I will get fancy and sprinkle some powdered ginger on there. What mm-hmm. you crazy? Yep. Yep. You crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah. It really doesn't have to be hard, but I think we psych ourselves out. It's true, right? It's and so true. that's I think probably one of the biggest gems that we can offer you is keep it simple. Keep it as simple as possible, and again, you can always get fancy later. So if you're if you start out right out of the gate arguing for the all the obstacles and limitations, you're like, "Nobody, you're already presuming no, everyone's going to complain." Yes. You're already presuming that you're going to get bored and you're not going to like this. Well, again, you're in the driver's seat. You are. You can, you can choose, you know, what you want to have. So, again, go back to why is this a worthy experiment and be willing to be a solution seeker. Yes. Kind of look for shortcuts and, and ways around it. So that leads into, I think, yeah, like what if I get bored with the food I prepped?
0: Yeah. And I think this is where I think, you know, if you did look at Pinterest recipes, this might be helpful in the sense that it's not saying to get ideas of like sauces to get or other things to add that are easy. But usually with these recipes, they're like wanting you to make everything from scratch. So it's like, instead of that... (sighs) Just like get inspired by the things that you know sound tasty to you, and get some sauces and the extra additives that are easy. That's
1: so smart. Yeah, that is such a pet peeve of mine is people who get sucked into the sugar is the devil, and so I'm I have to make my own sugar free barbecue sauce or whatever. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Stop no. It. Are are you drinking a bottle of barbecue sauce? <laughs> if so, maybe.
0: Um. But if we do, is that a problem? Yeah, that may be another
1: <laughs> another um, another podcast. podcast. Yeah. But seriously, stop getting caught up on the details that have nothing to do with your goals. Yeah, right? A sprinkle of cheese for most people is not going to kill you. A couple tablespoons of regular ketchup or barbecue sauce. If that's the magical extra that gets in there that yeah. gets you to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, this is so tasty and it was simple do it. Holy smokes. Like don't be dogmatic and rigid and perfectionist. Seriously, because that's what I see is that people try to make these meals so quote unquote perfect, like not adding enough flavor or those little magic, like a little sprinkle of bacon bits on your Brussels sprouts. You know, they're like, oh, but I don't want to be eating bacon. It's like, that's not adding hardly any calories and it makes it like, Yummy, meat, yeah, like vegetable candy.
0: Yes, it is. It's so good.
1: It's so good. Like so everyone good. is gonna want to eat that, and so that's why people like say, "Well, did I you got... just call
0: it vegetable candy?" <laughs> My brain just
1: like, <laughs> yeah, because that's what it is. Vegetable when you candy. roast Brussels sprouts, you know it kind of caramelizes yes, them, and then you add the ba- so bacon. On top, yes,
0: and, oh, it's okay, so yummy. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's so Oh good. Add some vegetable candy to your yeah, life. Yeah, <laughs> it really like
1: when you when you roast any vegetables, it brings out the natural sugars. Mm-hmm. It. It does. It it's feels like so that. It's yummy. so good. But people say, Well, I'm I'm bored with the food that I prepped. Well, what they're really saying is I just want something that actually tastes good. Yes. Right.
0: And we're not advocating not having tasty foods in your life.
1: Absolutely not. I am not gonna eat food I don't like. Same. No, I'm not I'm not doing that. So so that's what you're really saying. So what that means, like we always wanna get in front of that by being creative, but with both the basic components and and those little magical extras, you know, because it's easy to get into a rut.
0: Yes. And then you're
1: like, this doesn't work for me. Yes. And you throw in the towel.
0: Yes, and
1: absolutely. And you're back, back to square one and you're frustrated, so.
0: Yes. And then some of the last ones that we wanted to cover. Um, can I store my food in plastic containers?
1: Well, you could. I mean, you could. You absolutely could. I, I mean, mean, if it's not- like the only thing you have, for sure.
0: Yeah, But if you have other options. Yeah. It's not
1: ideal um, because, you know, especially with hot foods, acidic foods, foods that you're going to reheat, that plastic is going to leach into your food.
0: Right. Which to me is not like, I mean, taking the health stuff aside, which is, it's important, but to think about it, it's like, ew, we're eating, literally we're eating plastic.
1: You really are. You're literally eating plastic. So, like, even if you get meals you know, in plastic containers, it's not that hard to transfer them to a plate or something to before you reheat them. So yes. so my recommendation is to get like an inexpensive set of glass storage containers with lids and the square or oblong ones, like if you haven't bought these already, those store and stack beautifully. They like do. in the fridge, they use space much more efficiently than the round ones. Um, but there's often deals... On these, like yes. either you know at grocery stores or at discount stores like a TJ Maxx or Marshalls, like they often carry these glass storage containers. Yes, with lids, and it's they're awesome.
0: And pro tip: get the ones without the dividers, because the dividers over time, the ones that I have in my um, pantry that. I don't like you have grab glass, them. Glass ones with, with dividers? they have like I've little dividers that. in them. Yeah, I think we we got huh. them online. But anyway, they annoy me. They annoy me now because yeah. literally, I'm like, well, that's not like I don't necessarily want to separate this or this. Like. Yeah. So it's kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's um, yeah, pro tip: don't get the ones with dividers. Yeah. In so them.
1: so when I'm taking my lunch with me. So I use these glass containers, and it is really nice for separating your food. You know, I'll have one container with maybe grapefruit segments or, you know, some kind of fruit or berries in them. And then one that I'm going to heat up. Mm-hmm. And it's, gosh, it is Do so Do I need to give you easy. my containers?
0: Because
1: <laughs> you're not using them. No, that's I'm so like, funny. they're
0: so annoying to me. <laughs> that is I, hilarious. Just, I just, they're not like usually accurate. I guess maybe that's it. Like I'd rather yeah. have the smaller containers yeah. that I like. You know, just put a, yeah, anyway, so they annoy me.
1: This is a super <laughs> small detail, but this is the kind of stuff that makes me happy in my life. So so all of we have all these glass containers that are stacked like on, on one of our um, cupboard shelves. And below that, we have like a restaurant t- tub. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like those little gray tubs that they use for busing tables. Mm-hmm. We have one of those and all of the lids go in there. On the shelf below, interesting. It yeah. makes it so simple.
0: That's so much nicer. Yeah, they're not like stacked for and them.
1: falling yeah. all over the place, and so yeah,
0: don't look at my pantry.
1: <laughs> that I felt pretty organized <laughs> when I came up with that. That's that was good. yeah, that felt good. So pro tip. <laughs> So the last the last question is: if you are wanting to start eating kind of higher quality proteins, um, where do I find it? So, you know, we're talking about like grass fed. And finished beef and lamb, organic pastured poultry and eggs, pastured pork, wild-caught fish, that kind of thing. So you can go to your health food store and find these things. You can order butcherbox.com. They have – and they are often running specials there. They're a really great source. And, mm. it, yeah, that
0: and specials are a way to get variety. Yeah. That, Cause that's yeah. how sometimes I'll try new things is I'm like, oh, this is yeah. not special. And then exactly. I just pick it
1: up. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, farmers markets, health food stores, and don't overlook like your local ranchers and farmers. That's yeah. a huge thing. That's where we get our grass fed beef from Graze the Prairie locally. Shout out to them. I absolutely love how they take care of their animals and I know it's grass fed and finished. Because a lot of the grass fed meat that you see in the store they finish them on grains and so I don't want that.
0: crazy how much that yeah. happens like yeah. it's like yeah. literally you're trying to be healthy it says you know what you think mm-hmm. it's supposed to say and they trick you because they're like well and it was I was literally watching this little thing it was like free range and it was like literally the chicken had two feet of space to you're walk right. around like yeah. it's just
1: such so a freaking scam. You're right and that's where Knowing your farmer or rancher is pretty fun. Yes, you know,
0: but a lot of people don't I have that, that option. Luxury, and, yeah. Right? So, I so
1: we're not I saying know. you have to start doing this. I, this is for people but who pisses
0: me off. Yeah,
1: no, it's super <laughs> obnoxious for sure. Yeah, um, and you know these things matter both in terms of like you know, the health of our environment, but they also matter in terms of health. So yes. like grass-fed beef and conventional beef are two different foods. One is anti-inflammatory and full of like omega-3s and not full of antibiotics and soy versus conventional beef. So if I'm eating out and I know that it's not high quality meat, I'm always getting lean cuts. Mm-hmm lean cuts of meat when I'm out because you know a lot of the nonsense is stored in the fat. So that's just yeah. how again, I'm not rigid or dogmatic about it, but that's how I tend to think about it. So makes
0: sense.
1: So that's that's kind of it. um mm-hmm. Hopefully we got in front of the obstacles that may have been holding you back if you've been wanting to try this and thinking, oh gosh, I just can't bring myself to do it. It seems so time consuming. Um, I do have an article, and I'll link to it in the show notes about my Chipotle-style food prep, so you can kind of see some pictures and, um, yeah, see so how I do that, and just understand that what you're seeing in those pictures is just one week,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? That's one food prep, but yep. I, there that's changing all the time. Yes. So. But yeah.
0: Yeah, and I'm usually jelly of her food whenever I do see you bring it in. Oh, um nice. you know it's true though. It yeah. always looks good. Like you do it it great job. It is health.
1: good. Yeah. And it's yeah, and it's just interesting how like I go through different macro kind of sometimes I'm lower carb, sometimes I'm higher carb. Sometimes it changes in a day. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's just really nice to be able to just customize that within one meal. Mm-hmm. It's not already like pre-prescribed yes. to me. You know, it's kind of depending on what Sounds good, but I know it's all going to be healthy.
0: Yes. And make
1: me feel good. Again, healthy Nourish according you. to what makes mm-hmm. me feel my best, not according to being good or we following don't some... don't
0: to be gassy all the time?
1: I mean, I do kind of. It's really... <laughs> no. No, I'll yeah. tell you. I just... Yeah. I, Yeah. I, it's not worth it to me to eat out very often because I don't feel good. And I know a lot of people don't have that kind of immediate feedback, which I c- sort of consider a gift in some ways because it inspires me to eat at home.
0: Yeah, it it does. And I I think some people have a really, like, again, I think... I didn't notice how different life was until I experienced a higher quality because you're just kind of swimming in what yeah. you're swimming in. No, we're like, so you just adaptable. Don't know. Yeah. yeah. And so we might be talking about this and people are like, what the heck are you talking about? But you may learn this as you transition a little bit yeah. or experiment. So, and again, I hear that from my clients all the time. They're like, I yeah. didn't
1: think I felt bad before, but now I feel amazing. You know, again, like you don't know yeah. what you don't know. But it's worth an experiment, I'll tell you, both in terms of time, in terms of money, in terms of health, in terms of feeding your family, you know, food that you feel good about, all the things. So I think it's worth just giving it a shot and see what you think. And we would love your feedback. You know, see, you know, what you discover or maybe you come up with some, you know, neat additions or hacks or strategies that we didn't talk about or have thought about.
0: Yeah, so absolutely. That would
1: be awesome. Yes. All right, until next time, you guys take good care of yourselves and be nice to yourselves. Yes, nourish yourselves.